Welcome to The Randy Report. I'm Randy Slavacek, your host. I'm also the writer and editor of TheRandyReport.com, where you can find me every single day on the internet reporting on the daily news cycle in terms of politics, pop culture, and entertainment news of interest to the LGBTQ community. In this week's headlines, Angola repeals anti-homosexuality laws. This is a big deal, kids. We're observing the International Holocaust Remembrance Day. The 30th annual GLAAD Media Award nominations were announced, and four-star generals are still opposing Donald Trump's transgender military ban. All that and more on this episode of The Randy Report. It's not often we get good news out of Africa about LGBTQ people, so sit up and take note. Lawmakers in Angola last week approved a new penal code, its first since winning independence from Portugal in 1975, that decriminalizes consensual same-sex relations in the African country. 155 politicians voted in favor of the update, which eliminated a section prohibiting, quote, vices against nature. That law, which was established during Portuguese rule over the country, was largely interpreted as a ban on gay sex. In addition to repealing the law that banned gay sex in Angola, the Angolan parliament also banned discrimination against LGBTQ people. With Angola now on the journey towards protecting its LGBTQ citizens, the number of countries that bans gay sex and homosexuality decreases to 69, according to the Human Rights Watch. Hopefully, more will follow in Angola's footsteps soon. Today is the International Holocaust Remembrance Day, an international memorial day that takes place every 27th of January commemorating the tragedy of the Holocaust that occurred during the Second World War. It commemorates the lives of the people killed in a genocide that resulted in the death of an estimated 6 million Jews, 8.7 million Slavs, hundreds of thousands of Poles, Romani, mentally and physically disabled people, Serbians, and thousands of homosexual men by the Nazi regime. According to Attitude magazine, quote, the Nazi persecution of gay men, they viewed lesbianism as a temporary condition so they suffered less, began almost as soon as Hitler took power in January 1933. SS boss Heinrich Himmler once said that 8% of men in Germany were gay, adding, if that's how things remain, our nation will fall to pieces. Those who practice homosexuality deprive Germany of the children they owe her. His solution was to try and convert them by forcing them to have sex once a week with women taken from prisons and used as sex slaves. If that failed, they faced being sent to camps where they were brutalized, having their testicles boiled in water, or by having pieces of wood shoved up their rectum. As people remembered the day, Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi tweeted, whether they were Jewish, Roma, LGBTQ, or one of the many other communities targeted, 
our duty to remember every soul lost to the Holocaust doesn't wither with time. We must do all we can to stand up to genocide, hatred, and bigotry in the world. And veteran journalist Dan Rather shared, on Holocaust Memorial Day, may we pledge that remembrance of past horrors and vigilance in the face of the ever-present currents of hate and tolerance must be a daily obligation. In an interview on the podcast The Axe Files, hosted by David Axelrod, four-star Army General Stanley McChrystal said Donald Trump's proposed ban on transgender soldiers would risk losing talent and send a negative message. Responding to a question about the recent ruling by the Supreme Court to allow the ban to go into effect while the issue continues to make its way through the courts, McChrystal said, we live in a country now where only 30% of young people qualify to enlist in the military. That's only 70% who for legal, physical, or other reasons cannot. If we have people who want to serve, if they have the desire and capacity to serve, I think it's a mistake to lose that talent. He added, I also think it's a mistake to send any message that somebody with those attributes, the willingness and the capability to serve, not being welcome is a negative message to send. He went on to compare the transgender question with past instances in which officials had expressed concern that females would be unable to operate effectively in combat roles in the military. Clearly, this has now been widely disproved. The 30th annual GLAAD Media Award nominees were announced this week from the Sundance Film Festival. Pose star MJ Rodriguez and Nico Santos of Crazy Rich Asians announced nominations for 27 categories including film, television, journalism, music, comics, and video games. As previously announced, Bohemian Rhapsody, the musical biopic which chronicles the life of queer rock singer Freddie Mercury, was removed from consideration due to allegations of sexual abuse by director Brian Singer. With Bohemian Rhapsody out of contention, it seems like the coming-of-age, coming-out rom-com Love, Simon is the front-runner for outstanding film wide release, and I'm totally good with that. In the outstanding film limited release category, excellent films like Boy Erased, 1985, Can You Ever Forgive Me, and Disobedience snagged nominations. At this point, though, I would say the oh-so-lauded The Favorite would seem to be the odds-on favorite to win. Reading through the television nominations, it's heartening to be reminded how much terrific LGBTQ-inclusive content there is on TV now, like nominees Pose, Supergirl, Grey's Anatomy, The Handmaid's Tale, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Schitt's Creek, and so many more. Many fine nominees there, but with the largest LGBT cast and crew in television history, plus tremendous storytelling, I'm going to have my fingers crossed for FX's Pose to take home the honor. GLAD also included special recognition awards for Trans Military, a logo documentary chronicling the lives of trans military service members, and Nanette, a Netflix special starring out comedian Hannah Gadsby. The ceremonies, which fund GLAD's work to accelerate LGBTQ acceptance, will be held in Los Angeles on Thursday, March 28th at the Beverly Hilton, and in New York on Saturday, May 4th at the Hilton Midtown. You can find a complete list of nominees 
at therandyreport.com. Experts at Bespoke Surgical took a deep dive into average penis size in each state of the U.S. The nationwide survey included over 1,300 men who were asked what their full-size at erection is, as well as the length they tell potential partners they are. I just thought this was interesting. Stick with me, kids. Bespoke says it's not to shame or glorify any state or region, but to, quote, gain insight on how different areas compare in both their reported size and what they tell others. Please bear in mind that this is all self-reported data and is based entirely on the responses provided by the subjects of the study. That said, the results? The averages come in anywhere between 5.22 inches and a whopping 7.44 inches. The five states with the highest averages, I know people are taking note of this, were Alabama, Louisiana, West Virginia, Vermont, and Utah. Alabama reported an average length of 7.44 inches. The five states with the lowest average were Delaware, 5.22 inches, followed by New Mexico, Maryland, Georgia, and Rhode Island. Remember, this is all self-reported. Now, the second half of the study, though, shows Louisiana, which already reported the second biggest in size, tends to exaggerate the most, claiming 8.07 inches, a difference of 0.92 inches, so just under an inch. Delaware, which reported the smallest actual average, had the greatest exaggeration by 1.3 inches. Wow, they're telling a whopper. Although there wasn't much of a pattern in terms of geography, the survey did note that respondents from the Deep South had the biggest braggarts in general. In the end, folks, though, remember, it's all about how you use it. And that brings me to the end of this episode of The Randy Report. If you enjoy catching up on LGBTQ news in a quick podcast, I'd appreciate it if you wouldn't mind sharing The Randy Report with your friends and on social media. I like to think of this podcast as the 60 minutes of gay news, only shorter. And remember, you can find me every single day on the internet at therandyreport.com and instinctmagazine.com, where I cover the daily news cycle regarding politics, pop culture, and entertainment news of interest to the LGBTQ community. Thanks for listening, folks. See you next time.